Welcome back to Moms in Baseball. This is episode 64, and I'm Stephanie. And I'm Diana. So today we're going to have a mini episode where we're talking about getting ready to start the travel ball season, or at least the travel ball training in Michigan. To be perfectly honest, Stephanie and I had some amazing interviews lined up for this week, and unfortunately, both of them had unforeseen circumstances, technical difficulties, where last minute the interviews were not able to happen. So you can look forward to those coming up, hopefully, the next couple of weeks. But in the meantime, we wanted to make sure we put out an episode this week. So we figured we'd kind of just give you an update to give you an idea of what 12U and 14U baseball looks like at a higher level for us in Michigan. Absolutely. So in Michigan, it's about 39 degrees right now. So we do not play outside. (laughs) This is our indoor season. And so practices usually start indoor. Um, Some teams around November, some teams in January. Um, My son's team is starting actually this Friday, and then they will typically do two a day. But my son is also going to be doing another sport. He is going to do basketball this year. So he is going to be pretty busy. What about you guys, Diana? Hold on. First, I just have to back up there. Typically, they do two a day. What do you mean? They do. I'm sorry. Not two a day. Dang it, Diana. My <laughs> I'm brain like, you is do dead. Two baseball practices in one day. Dang it. I meant. I know. <laughs> and you drive I have a distance. on the brain. I, have, I meant two a week practices. Oh, I'm sorry. That is Not so much more reasonable. <laughs> yeah. If they're not college. Come on, Stephanie. Like, what's wrong like, with wow. you? Okay. That's commitment in November. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. So do you guys she have regular, do you have a regular practice schedule for this team? I know this is a new team for you, or is it just kind of what, whatever's going on that week? Nope. They do. They have everything already kind of laid out. So it's going to be a Friday and a Sunday, which thank goodness for us, because we do live three hours away. So it is going to be (laughs) a drive to get there. It's the commitment. We just, we love it. We're in it. This is what he wants. So we're just going to be the supportive parents and listen to lots of podcasts and uh, have some great conversations. So there we go. Well, and now I have to keep following up. I feel like I'm using this podcast to just get answers to all these questions I have personally about you. And one of them is, (laughs) so that's six hours of driving slash 12 hours a weekend on a normal weekend. If you have two, have, have you and Patrick worked out like a practice plan? Like, is he just going to be the one that always drives him to practice? Are you guys fighting over this? Are you taking turns? What about when the roads are crappy? Like, how is (laughs) this going to work? Right. I have nominated him okay. doing all the driving. We do have two uh, younger sons, so I will be staying with them. And then, of course, you know, if if need be, because Patrick does work nights or sometimes weekends, then I would need to drive my son as well. But um, we do not have to be at every single practice because it's such a distance away. So if it is horrible weather, that's OK. We can miss out. And then we're going to be also doing some other things that we'll talk about a little bit later. In addition to, you know, those practices. And so we feel that if we're not getting them there with the team that we can do it somewhere locally closer to our home. Gotcha. Okay. Awesome. So speaking of being cold in Michigan, if you are outside for any events, well, in Michigan, it'd really be over the next five, six months, it's going to be cold. It's probably going to be wet. So make sure to check out our affiliate link in the show notes for Mambi Blankets. That's M-A-M-B-E Blankets. And our favorite by far is the hooded waterproof 
blanket and this will keep you warm. It'll keep you dry. You wear it around you like a poncho. Um, It covers you from head almost all the way down to your toes. And it is the best investment I have ever made as a baseball mom. Absolutely. And if you're thinking about Christmas gifts for any family member, because guess what? You know, the grandparents are out with you and anybody else in the family. These are amazing Christmas gifts. They're made in the USA and they are wonderful. They keep you so warm. And you know that our weather is our winter is actually going to be lasting for a long time. So I just keep it in my trunk and whenever I need it, I pull it out. Actually, sometimes we even take it into the summer, right? Some of the summer months. I'm positive even I've needed used it. mine in May, probably even in June, because you just never yeah. know. I always bring it. If I don't bring it, I regret it. I know. I know. And so it's almost like an umbrella. Like I, I always, yeah, it's always there and I always need it. So check it out. Make sure to use our discount code Moms and Baseball to get 10% off. Great. Check it out. A while ago, you asked about our practice plan, and both our 12U and 14U team are also starting practices this weekend. Max will continue to have usually once a week practices on Sunday. Every now and then, we'll go you know, to a college campus for a practice. And then on those weeks, we'll have two practices. And then Xander's team has moved from a Tuesday evening slot to a Saturday morning slot. They're hour and a half practices at nine or nine. I think they're at 930. I guess I'll have to look that up. 930 in the morning. So while most teenagers, I don't think are super pumped about that on Saturday morning, Mm -hmm. especially for us, we'll have to leave by mm, 830, 840. Um, I was not a fan at first because, you know, it's Saturday morning and Tuesday evenings was such a good slot. But the more and more I think about it, like not having to drive for a scheduled practice time at any point in time during the week is kind of amazing. And I'm really enjoying that, (laughs) especially because my husband's home on the weekends. Like he doesn't get home early enough usually to drive the kids to practice if it's a Uh weeknight. But on the weekends, like he can take them sometimes. It doesn't always have to be me, you know? Mm -hmm. I like that. That's nice. So I, I think I'm actually looking forward to it and it won't conflict with, you know, like school basketball. Um, And I'll just follow up with that. I said in Michigan, we start in November. There have been years we've started as early as September. Um, We've had years where they thought, well, let's practice outside while it's nice. So they practiced in September and October and then took November and December off, came back in January. So that was interesting. Um, But this year we played, the 14U team at least, played fall ball or tried. It was very casual and often didn't happen. Um, But because they played fall ball and (laughs) wanted to take a little bit of a break, we're going back to starting in November. So um, you mentioned that you guys have other things going on right now besides just the practicing. So I'm curious, is Keegan doing anything special for conditioning or strength training? Or, you know, are you just using multi-sports for that? Is that part of his incorporated into his team practices? He is. So my husband brought it up. So he saw with our community center that there was a class about introduction to weightlifting. And I remember going back to our episode with um, Alex, who was the trainer for the Cincinnati Reds. And he said, you know, what's the most important thing is your form. You need to get your form before you start doing reps and lifting weights. And I was like, yes. I was like, Keegan, can I do the class with you? And he was like, no mom. And so like, he didn't, re- he wasn't really interested, but he is doing the class. We made him because I was like, it's really good to learn the form because in form is very, very important. You learn it now. And then, you know, the weightlifting will come from there. So he is doing a class at the community center for weightlifting and that's once a week. And so he is doing that right now. So that would be his strength training. And then um, his conditioning, we're hoping will be his basketball. And then we will go from there and see how well that does. But of course he started up his little, um, 
his own little routine in the basement still, you know, he's throwing his weighted balls and, you know, stretching his arm, doing things like that. I'm trying to get him into doing some more yoga or Pilates, but he is like, man, I just keep sending him videos from Instagram. And he is like the typical teenager of like, could you stop please? And I'm like, what? We just need (laughs) one of his baseball icons to come out and say that they regularly do yoga or, you know, attribute something to yoga and he will be all over it because (laughs) One thing about Keegan that I know is that he's a crazy hard worker and he does do a lot of like, I feel like he's the dream kid that goes off and works on his own without like you. This is how I picture it anyway, without you having to instigate it or tell him you need to go do this. He just does it as a 13 year old. Like, that's amazing that he has that mindset. So you've got that going for you. You can't complain. He does. Thank you. Yes, he does. He does. But I want him to get in like a continuous routine, not just like of randomly Mm -hmm. doing it. But yeah, but yeah, he is. He has taken the initiative and he has done it on his own. So I I do appreciate that. Yeah. Are you guys doing any conditioning or strength training? We are. So for the first time ever, my kids are doing, uh, let's see, it's speed and agility training and strength training. And we don't have to drive far for this, which is amazing for us coming from a tiny community. We have to drive 45 minutes to an hour to do everything. But the next town over in Cass City, they offer this. And so it's just my two kids in this class and they, (laughs) they get him for an entire hour. So for the first half hour, they go upstairs where it's like they have a big open workout area and that's where they do Mm -hmm. their speed and agility exercises. And it's perfect because my kids, he makes it competitive for the boys, you know, and they're close enough in age that they get real competitive. They get real into it. And then the second half hour, it's, it's in a gym essentially. So they go downstairs and he works with them and he's teaching them how to lift weights and use the machines and do strength training. But it's more about, like you said, teaching them proper form and getting a lot of reps in. It's not about Mm -hmm. lifting a lot of weight. Right. Right. Absolutely. You know, they're still young. They're still growing. They still haven't really gone through puberty yet. So like I said, it's it's just about that. And he does things where he like tests them on. It's not a treadmill, but it's like a treadmill and they'll put it on there. And every time they go, he tests to see like how fast they can go. Oh, and every time they go, they're a little bit faster, you know, and, and that's a goal for them. And I can't believe it, but they actually love these lessons. Like I've never loved oh, lessons, nice. before, but they love them and they're inexpensive. So yay, small town. <laughs> but yes, what? I'm really excited to see how, you know, how they benefit from this this year. And they go twice a week, like I said, for an hour oh, and cool. we'll keep that going as long as we possibly can fit it into our schedule because they love it and it's close and convenient and all the things. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. They're also both doing basketball, so they'll get plenty of conditioning there. So we're touching on the outside lessons is Keegan. Keegan, I know, is primarily, I don't want to say primarily, but he's kind of known for his pitching. Is he getting pitching lessons? And if so, when do you start those up or do you even stop them? How does that work? Yes, we do not continuously do them. We, of course, feel that our son also needs a break to be a teenager and do what he needs to do. And so um, he has his lazy period. And so, and that's fine. We allow, we allow that, but yes, lessons are going to be starting up if not this month, then next month. But last year, remember we had that tournament in Florida around Christmas time. Yes. And so he did start lessons back up quite early just to make sure that his arm was still in shape and he wasn't throwing out and, you know, too extreme. We want to make sure that we're taking care of his arm. So this year, yes, he probably will be starting up lessons. If not this month, then next month. And he does pitching as well as hitting. 
So like I said, so if we're not at practice the three hours away (laughs) for the hitting and things like that, we feel comfortable that in his lessons, he's still getting that time. And then he is also, you know, hitting off of a tee at home in the basement. So we feel comfortable with that, that it'll still be enough training for him. Right. Um, I just want to go back here because I pulled this up and then I forgot to mention it. You were talking about the strength and conditioning episode with Alex Puskerich. And that was, I just wanted to help listeners find that if they're interested. It's a really good episode. He has lots of good tips. And that is episode 46. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Are you guys going to be doing any lessons or do you start the lessons now? We're hoping to start them after Thanksgiving. So I tend to wait for Xander for, I say Xander because, well, no, I guess Max does pitching lessons too. This past year, he started them up. (laughs) Xander has always done pitching lessons. Max just started them recently. But we usually wait a little bit longer to start the pitching lessons, often until January, because I just, even though he'll start throwing now at practices, I don't, I don't want to push it with his arm. There's so much out there regarding when you should start throwing and when you should start pitching and how much is too much and how much is not enough. So I kind of try to fall somewhere in the middle (laughs) (laughs) and not give him too incredibly much of a break, but um, not push him to start real early either. And also you said it's just kind of like a, a break too from just being super busy. So pitching lessons for both the kids will probably start up in January. And we just asked them you know, actually this week, what lessons do you want to do this year? Hitting, pitching, speed and agility or whatever. They both Mm -hmm. firmly wanted to do the speed and agility slash uh, strength training as long as they could. And then um, actually, now that I say this, I believe Max said he wanted hitting lessons, not pitching. So Max, it might just be Xander doing, I don't know, Stephanie, because they both (laughs) absolutely need to do hitting lessons. And I do remember Max saying he wanted hitting lessons. They'll start after Thanksgiving. I can't remember what Xander's (laughs) doing. He might be doing all three. That's a lot, Um, especially if he's doing basketball at the same time. So absolutely. We'll figure (laughs) that that out a lot during the basketball season. The speed and agility might have to go. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's so much. I mean, you have to think about that. Like your kid is constantly running and like they are burning a ton of calories. You have to also remember, like you're not building a superhuman. Like we got to make sure that they're, you know, still still having their rest periods as well so that their muscles can continue to grow. Absolutely. I was just going to bring up to the lessons. Like at what point do you stop? Diana, like, do you stop before the season and then get like a touch up during the season or what do you do? That is a great question. And I feel like it's different for us every year. Yes. (laughs) So, So often depending on the instructor, Actually, to be honest, Patrick, uh, your husband usually kind of was in charge of our kids hitting lessons because he would arrange somebody to work with most of the kids on the team. So we would just yep. stop whenever Patrick had them stop. And I feel like that was usually <laughs> it seems like that was usually about March or so. And we start up in April. So it doesn't right before. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it would overlap much. Um Yeah, it seems like we usually stop with lessons before the season starts up. And that's not because we're like, okay, you figured it out and you don't need help anymore. It's more just a matter of their schedules get crazy and we just feel like it's too much to add the lessons into. So we might go get a touch-up lesson here and there during the season. How about you guys? Mm -hmm. What do you do? Um, well, I think the last two years have been so unique that like, you know, you started your season, but you had to like go zero to 100 immediately. And so arm care was, was very important. And so Keegan was off and pitching like, yeah, he had the lessons and he started off great, but then like he was trying to overthrow. And so there was some pain and he just wasn't stretching. And so we had to go back in and 
you know, do extra pitching lessons just to fine tune some of those things. And same goes for like hitting. He, he hit his slump and his swing was just like a hot mess. And we're like, what, what is happening? And so he just gets so confused up there. You have a coach saying one thing, and then you have your hitting coach sometimes saying a different thing and the kids get so confused up there. And so, um, he, he said, yes, please. Can I just go back and see the hitting coach just for a couple more lessons? I just need, you know, a little bit more guidance. And so we have done it going back into the season, doing lessons again, just to do that, that fine tuning to make sure, but we do not continue it as we progress into the season though, because that's just too much, I think. Right. Absolutely. And as you were talking, I, cause you're talking about pitching lessons. So the boys go to Lenny Wisdala, who's somebody else that we've interviewed previously yes. as a independent baseball player. So yes. he's the boys pitching instructor. I'm hoping he comes back this year. I haven't touched base yet, but we basically work with him all the way up until like the day he leaves to go play baseball himself. <laughs> oh my so, goodness. Yeah. So he it's kind of jam just, it all in. yeah, it's just on a week by week basis. Cause you know, he's kind of waiting to get the call to see where he ends up and when they need him. So it's, yeah, we just basically use him as long as we possibly can until he's gone. <laughs> That's nice. And we also want to do a shout out to our arm care series. So um, people are still confused about when to use ice and when to continue the movement after you've been, your kid has been pitching. And so that arm care series is episode 23 and 24. We recommend that everybody go back and kind of listen. That was a great episode and gave us a lot of information on how to take care of your child arm for pitching, for catching, you know, overuse, any of the above. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we're curious if you're getting ready to start your travel ball season or maybe it never even stopped, whether you're in Michigan or outside of Michigan, are you getting ready to do those practices? How many lessons do you think are too many? You can reach out to us on our social media on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. <laughs> Not Twitter. It's like tween Twitter. 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 <laughs> You can reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter as Moms in Baseball. Or you can join our Facebook group, Parents in Baseball, or shoot us an email at momsinbaseball at gmail.com. Yes, we'd love to hear some of those comments. So feel free to comment on any of those pages. On deck, we are talking about lots of many different things. We have so many things lined up that you do not want to miss any of them. So look forward to some great interviews and all the excitement. Until then, have fun at the fields. We'll see you next week. It'll be an interview. It's going to be a really good one. We're just not exactly sure who we're going to be talking to right now, but stay tuned. Stay tuned. They're going to be good. They're going to be good. Yeah. Uh-huh.